Hello, welcome back to Fiction Faction. The whole party, the whole gang is here. We got Jane Smith, all-star superstar from News Friends. All-star and superstar. Yeah, why not? Fancy. Uh, we got uh, Jonah Hills and Miles Teller's baby, Bailey Nicholson, over here. Oh, first I was them, and now I'm their spawn. And we got the Scooby to my Shaggy, a top dog, Tanya Camisa. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> How long did it take for you? I thought about it this one? morning on the, on the, on the, on the, I'm not going to do where I got that. Uh, so guys, <laughs> we're, we're back. Uh, we had a really exciting week. We all finished our internships, except Tanya, who's coming back on Monday. Congratulations. Yeah, but she's Thank getting you. paid. Got to so. get that money. Yeah. Uh, James, you finished at the Vancouver Courier. Bailey, I have, yeah. Bailey finished at CKNW, and I finished at 24 Hours Vancouver. Congratulations, guys. We all did, we all did a great job. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start, as always, with our box office numbers. And really quickly, we go through it. Number one, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, number two, Zootopia. Number three, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, which I completely forgot about. Uh, number four. I still want to see it. I you want to see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I loved the, fir- the first one. The first can one. I Come just on. Can I just say, though, that the daughter in it, is she supposed to be getting married because she looks like fucking 14 no, years old? I don't think so. I don't think, no, they're not planning her wedding. I think. But it sounds like they are. I think she's having some kind of Greek uh like a like a similar to like a sweet 16 mm-hmm. i feel like okay so it's not a wedding no they are planning a wedding for someone in the family but it's not hers it really seems like it is and i'm like really? how old is this girl because yeah first, no she's in high school right? yeah they show her like in a high school like at a yeah. volleyball game and then it's like they're talking about getting married and i'm like what's happening That's i could weird. see how that would be misleading but i, I it's not i don't really don't think it's her I want to see it only for the Windex jokes because those are pretty Of good. course. You got to continue <laughs> with the Windex. Uh, James, you saw the first one? Oh, I did. Were you a big fan? Big fat Greek uh, fan? <laughs> <clears throat> I, yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I saw it on a plane. So, oh, you know. F- terrible experience. I feel but you like. You know what, though? Like, like, and, I th- and this is going to sound weird, but I feel like it's a ringing endorsement for the movie. Like, it's not, we can all agree, a very sight gag oriented movie for the most part. But I was watching it on a plane, and like I didn't have headphones. Well, I wasn't watching it yet, but I th- I didn't have headphones on. D- other people didn't have headphones on. It was one of those planes where it's got it doesn't have the s- the screen in the seat. It's like the big screen. Oh, everybody watches. <laughs> but there were like a whole bunch of people in the plane who weren't listening to the movie, but who were watching it and still laughed. And it wasn't like a, a weird mm. sight gag. It was just like something How about that it even was possible? still funny. I know. Well, I was doing it too. It was really weird. But it's like more and more people good. were putting on headphones and like the whole plane was <laughs> laughing along the movie. I was like, all right. At one time, the captain just sends a message. Uh, this is your captain speaking. How about that joke, huh, guys? I'm watching the movie, too. I'm not actually <laughs> fly- flying your plane. Or maybe they just like they turn down the oxygen in the cabin and just. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's also a big part of it. You know, also, to say. up in the air. I want to say fun fact. I feel like this is the first film that I could quote word by word as a kid whoa wow yeah That's it weird. was wow. it was All right. this one so it ha- holds that special special place in my for heart for some reason i'm remembering the only time i've ever seen this movie is when they for some reason showed it in my sewing nine <laughs> class and i'm trying to sewing remember nine. yeah and i'm trying to remember why we would watch that in sewing mm. um budget cats what <laughs> <Budget cuts>. oh <laughs> my <Budget> god <laughs> 
the BC education system for you guys. Ten four thread this semester, kids. Enjoy adult comedy. Do they sew her dress? I don't even remember. I have no idea. Oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe that so would be like the like one a, connection there. I also don't even think I really paid attention because I was kind of a chatterbox. There might be like a pretty in pink scenario to the movie now. Now mm. that I think about it, mm. or I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, and the last two movies on the top five are things I have no collection of what they are. Number four is God's <laughs> Not Dead 2. Two, because there was a the one. F- first one, of course. Yeah. First he wasn't dead, and now he's like now really he's not. Really, really, like, not. really, really guys. Thank God, thank God Shao Xu is not in this episode. She would be <laughs> crying about this. Uh, number <laughs> because she wants God to be dead. <laughs> Uh, uh, number cut f- that out. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Number five, uh, Miracles from Heaven. I think that's the religious movie. That's the one with Jennifer Garner where it's like she <laughs> fell out of a tree and now she's healthier than before. Jesus is real. <laughs> like that's what? the whole plot. That's funny. Yeah. It's it, like she was like terminally ill and then she fucking fell out of a tree, this little kid. And it's like, what do you mean she's perfectly healthy? And oh, like, yes. I have seen the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Okay. <laughs> On a quick note, don't don't let yourself be fooled by uh, Batman v Superman still being at number one. Uh, the drop off for that movie has been insane. Like the the money that that movie is making actually is like really sad about it. Like it's it's really really pathetic. This week, even um, the boss with uh, Mitchell McCarthy is competing for number one with it. Like projections have them like really on par to to make around yeah. the same amount of money. That's Melissa McCarthy. Like anything she does is gonna pull in some bank. Do you see Tammy? Oh, I hope you uh, didn't, just because I care about you. Sorry, which one was Tammy? Remind me. Uh, like there's there's like two or three movies that came out close together of hers, and I where I'd, she's like the same character. It's in like, yeah. is that it's the like one with Jason Bateman? She's like a homeless no. person. Or okay, something yeah, like that. that's the one I was thinking with Jason Bateman. That's the the one where they're on the road or something. Yeah, which is surprisingly funny. Like I thought it was. I, I thought it was that movie, that, man. And, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. I like I like Melissa McCarthy. I, uh, I want to see Spy so bad because it's on Spy, Netflix. Oh my Spy? god! It's on Netflix. Oh, it's so the good. star of that movie is uh, what's his name? Jason Statham. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, he's I love, like fucking every, love that. Oh, I know so everything about this movie. I just haven't seen it yet. So <laughs> that's so, so good. It. It's, I know. I know. So I want to see it so bad. Um, <clears throat> okay, so guys, we're gonna jump into our topics, and the big one uh, this week. Star Wars new trailer Rogue One came out. It looks so good. How do you guys feel about Silence. it? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were gonna keep going. I didn't know if there was like you had a whole. Yeah, speech I kind of thought up. there was a little bit more. So. You know, I wish I had a whole speech. I'm just excited about the movie. You know, like uh, Felicity Jones looks really great in it. Diego Luna looks yes, sexy Diego as hell. Luna. Oh, uh, man. Forrest Whitaker looks amazing. Forrest Whitaker looks awesome. Uh, we get a little tease of Darth Vader. Ben Mendelsohn uh, is the looks to be like the the big bad guy of the movie actually like the one who will be chasing them or something like that I don't know. Uh, oh, that's good casting. That guy freaks me out. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. He's, he was really bad in the Dark Knight Rises though, so that's kind of. Uh, but uh, yeah, the movie looks great. Uh, uh, director Gareth Edwards he made he made the 2014's Godzilla. I really like that movie, even though everyone around me seemed to did not enjoy it. And he's described this movie as like a war movie. Like, there's no like Jedi gonna save you at the end of the movie. There's no Force gonna save you at the end of the movie. Like, which I like if it's gonna be like one of if it's gonna be the prequels in the middle. Like, I don't want that. Like, I'm waiting for the next Star Wars for that. If this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want yeah. this to be different. So it's like a story in the Star Wars universe, but yeah. it doesn't have to do with the main uh, Ray and Finn. And again, this is uh, before the events of Episode Four: A New Hope. This is the story of the rebels who are gonna steal the the plans for the Death Star 
and gonna give them to the rebel uh, alliance so they can so Luke can go pew pew and destroy it. <laughs> pew, pew. pew pew. I can also vouch for Brian's <laughs> excitement pew, 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 uh, pew. just because like throughout the day after we initially watched this trailer, I would just like be like watching TV or something and he'd be on his phone and I would like hear it and I'd be like, "Are you watching Rogue <laughs> One again?" And he'd be like, "Yes." State your name for the record. Jin essay. It looks so good, guys. It looks so good. I'm does so Brian, excited. Does Brian use the excuse of being in a rebellion for every time at home? You're like, I thought you said you were gonna do the dishes. Why haven't you done the dishes? This and is a like, rebellion. He's like, this is rebellion, isn't it? <laughs> I rebel. I rebel. <laughs> um, like definitely not. <laughs> yes. I like I like the little bit of switcher roles in the trailer. How. You know, usually you have like that one mysterious character, and because of gender roles or whatever, they put it on, 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 uh, on women sometimes. But this time, because uh, she's on the spotlight and she's the like rebellious, like I'm just gonna fucking do everything I want. And Diego Luna has that side character, like quiet and just like looking at the side, and it looks so, it looks so good, guys. Guys, I'm so excited for this movie. Brian, I can't tell if you w- want to see this. I don't know. Or if, not. I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm really excited for this movie, <laughs> and it looks so good. Convince but, uh, us a bit more, because we're still not sure. <laughs> but Tanya, you like Diego Luna? Oh my god! I'm tell me how you Diego feel Luna. about him on this trailer. Oh man, I mean, it was very, it was a very brief bit of Diego he Luna, just, but yeah, that makes just, me all the more excited. It might so. as well just be a poster of Diego Luna in the background. That's all like, you need. You just need like a, a pitch, sexy little picture of him, <laughs> just in the, you know. So it's it's all good. Favorite moment, James? Fa- oh, favorite moment. Uh, the uh, the walkers in the in like the tropical beach. And they're like shooting down yeah, at yeah. them. I'm like, I'm so happy to see a Star Wars movie where it's not like swampy jungle, ice planet, or straight up dead, like just sand. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, look, a new location. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you have umpteen. Oh, no, that's true. The prequels had like fire planet and yeah. stuff, but still... The prickles try to do a lot of uh, showing around the, the galaxy. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, Yavin 4 or is that just going to be like a new setting or a new planning or I don't know. It just it looks cool. It looks rad as, rad as hell. at first glance. Oh, no, it's not. Never mind. Also, uh, <laughs> Alan Tudyk is playing a CGI character. I think he's like playing like an and- like an android or a robot or something like that. Sweet. And that's that's Does really cool. Does he get cool. to be wisecracking? He better get to he be He probably will be. He probably will be like all cynical or, and like uh, whatever her name is. She's just like to be all serious and cool. Mm-hmm. Bailey, what was your favorite moment of the trailer? Um, it was definitely like that last moment with, um, remind me of the name of the lead. Uh, Jin Ersay. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna you mean like the, the actor or like, or like her character? I don't really care. Felicity Jones. Felicity okay. Jones. That like last moment when she kind of like looks over her shoulder and it just like lights up around her and you hear like the, <gasps> yeah, oh, like yeah. that was the, I was like, ooh. And Forrest Whitaker, what will you become? Yeah, I ju- I, I'm kind of a sucker for like uh, for like those endings that make you go like, oh, excited. Yeah. Like when yeah, they end yeah. it really strongly, I'm like, that's the best part for me. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like the clip from the end of the movie. Like, like it's like when you get the clip in the trailer of like, in a in some superhero like uh, setup, like like you know the first of whatever series of superhero movies, and you get that clip of them as the hero, and you're like, yes! And then you go watch it, or you go watch like Daredevil, the first ep- series, uh, first season, and you're that's gonna like spend the last moment. Yeah, it's like the last <laughs> second is that shot, and it's like, oh well, okay. <laughs> Quick update on Daredevil, Tanya, how are you doing? 
Um, I'm still in season one, but I'm towards the end. So. All right. All right. All right. Why? Why? What's the update? Just, I just want you to just, just, just want you to finish update. so we can like fully discuss oh, season man. two or it, something. It, well, it might be a while. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, actually, you know what? Like after get back to me, like after Wednesday when I'm done at the now, and then I'll have time. All right. <laughs> I, I just assume uh, Diego Luna was your favorite part of the trailer, but actually, Tanya, what was it? I mean, it, like she agreed with you. <laughs> she so. was. I'm not, I'm not arguing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I don't want to assume like, for you. The whole thing was cool, and I really like. I'm a huge fan of Forrest Whitaker and like everything almost, but like so I I liked his scenes as well. Um, but yeah. Did you like Forrest Whitaker in Taken Three? Um, who saw Taken Three? Like, no <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like I like him, but no. Please br- tweet at us if you saw <laughs> Taken Three. What happens? Who's stolen this time? Who is taken this time? Why is he Wasn't such an absent like, father? Like he was taken. No, Taken Three was like uh, they framed him for the death of his wife, and he had yeah. to run away from the cops. Forrest uh, Whitaker had a really good moment. Like someone's uh, where 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 <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's on the phone with uh, with uh, uh, what's his face Liam Neeson. He's just like, everyone's coming for you. The FBI, the CIA, oh, yeah. the secret agents. Like, and it was really funny. Uh, okay. Did you actually oh. watch that whole movie? <laughs> uh, I think so. You think so? I don't remember. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but you I did, like, but you're ashamed. <laughs> I saw like all of them like nearby, so I can't really remember which one was like which, but whatever. For the sake of balance, I want to go around the table and say, what was your least favorite part? Ooh. Or like, did anything in the trailer make you cringe or make you go, eh? No. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I, I, I sometimes I, I feel a little like weird about her. Like I rebel, like, but it's cool. <laughs> like it's cool, but I, I can also like, if I see it enough, I'll just be like, oh man, it's kind of not great. But I, I love her so much that I don't care. So whatever. By the way, I want to say that it's really weird how like immediately after that trailer came out, people were like, is she race mom? Like, uh, 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 what? Because she's because she's a badass woman that like, have to be related or something. Like, she obviously has to be her mom. Like, no. Okay. Cool. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, sure. Could be. Not James, sh- did you have a part you didn't like? Um, well, I'm excited about Forrest Whitaker being in it. I love Forrest Whitaker. He's Hell amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I think the one, the only thing that really jumped out at me as like just a little, tw- uh, like just something that caught my ear was his voiceover in that sounds suspiciously like he sounded in Battlefield Earth. No, scratch that. Um, oh, Battlefield that Los Angeles? No, no, yeah, Battlefield Earth. Yeah, yeah. Battlefield Earth. Don't doubt yourself. You were right the first time. Well, because then my head jumped to Battlefield Los Angeles. Nobody saw Battlefield Earth? No. It's a terrible movie. He and John Travolta are like aliens that are bigger than... Oh, my God. That's all you need to say, man. Oh, it's... it's, (laughs) And it's uh, it's like based on a L. Ron Hubbard thing. Oh, this is like the 2001. Okay, okay. okay. Of course it is. very Scientology... Uh, has a nine mythology movie has a nine on metacritic so that that also, it's that's it's all you need. one of the worst movies ever made but like forrest whitaker's in it and he's like he has this like really weird voice oh, like i, I can't <laughs> even do it like, <laughs> like he sounds similar they just side. everybody in it has a weird voice for no reason <laughs> and it's anyway so maybe like just the way he was talking all breathy and shit in that i'm like in the trailer for Rogue One, I'm just like, uh oh. Maybe do you do any other impressions? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're really like heat of the moment things. I don't, okay. I don't plan them, but I think maybe maybe they just G- Gareth yeah. Edwards was like the one fan of Battlefield Earth, and he just told Forrest Whitaker, "Can you do the same voice, please?" Anyways, 
Uh, so the next piece of uh, news is also Star Wars related. This is a, this is a bittersweet note. J.J. Abrams supposedly showed uh, The Force Awakens to 24 people who were terminally ill. And this is before the movie came out. So I don't know if you remember this, but last year we had like at least a couple cases of uh, people like making campaigns on Facebook that, you know, oh, my brother, he really loves Star Wars and he's diagnosed with cancer and, you know, he might not make it for the premiere of the movie. And let's hope that uh, let's do a campaign to to get him to see the movie. And I think at least one of them got like really big traction and whatnot in one of the first ones. But now JJ uh, actually re- revealed that because um, they always ask him about like how secret his movies are and all that stuff, and then twenty four people actually got to see it before the the, the premiere. Obviously, they had to sign like deals and stuff to not release any information. But I thought that was like a really you know inspiring thing and that really cool how like the power of uh, putting yourself out there online and you get to see Star Wars beforehand. Were they all in one place? No. Okay. No, yeah, that's how okay. I imagined it yeah. too. For some reason, <laughs> just like a theater full of like very sick people, but like really happy because they're about to watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's definitely probably not what happened. About to watch Ray kick some ass. Uh, yeah, no, but th- you know, really cool. I feel I felt pretty happy to read that the other day. So now we're gonna jump into a big, big topic this week. As you all know, <laughs> listeners, we're on Gilmore Girls Watch 2016, <laughs> and we got a new piece of news. Pray not if you were scared of that Melissa McCarthy was not going to make it, because she is actually. Jesus Christ, this, this story is just like, whatever. Melissa McCarthy confirmed to Ellen uh, that she is actually going to go back to the show. And Entertainment Weekly has the first set photos, right? And they're on the cover, Bailey? Um, yeah, Rory and Lorelai are on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And there's just like kind of a spread. I think there's like eight photos of like mm-hmm. like official set photos that give some stuff away. Like that Rory is a teacher, Apparently, and it looks like if you're if you're looking if you're looking at the uniforms, it looks like she's teaching at Chilton. Oh, really? Yeah. So it looks that like that would make me sad. She just like never left. That blows. Um, well, I did, re- and then part of the article um, was saying that she's. Um, kind of lived a bit of a nomad lifestyle and she like I think there's some part where it's talking about how she got some stuff published in the New Yorker but it may or may not have like changed her opinion on journalism so she might be kind of disillusioned with the with the craft and stuff that's what it was kind of okay see you read it and I just like looked at the picture like the pictures got released first right and then it was like a tease like pick up entertainment weekly like the pictures were clearly enough to get me excited that I was like I don't need to read the article um like also they revealed a picture of Luke and Lorelai holding hands which is like still not fucking married did you hear that what like they are still like it's been how many years they're together it says that in the article not married yeah it says they're not married. Yeah, fiance. Like they're still they're engaged. How? how what? Uh, sorry. <laughs> how does that happen? Yeah, it's been like how many years? But I think that's purely because it, it was it leaked a couple weeks back that somebody found like a prop on set that had like wedding titled for it. So mm. like there was like oh there's gonna be a wedding. So now it's I mean like maybe because they maybe because they know that the fans would want to see that see it, right because that was a big thing while it was while it was airing was to see the wedding that never happened right but. I'm really Still, it's kind of weird to me that it's been this many years and they just haven't. Honestly, I'm just glad that they gave away that they're together because I didn't. There was so much of the will they won't they bullshit on the show of Luke and Lorelai for like seven fucking years. 
And I just, I just, and everyone wants them together. And it's like, thank you for just confirming that for me. So that's yeah. not something that I have to worry I'm about. I'm not sure I had many doubts about that, but it's nice to see, definitely. It's just, I find it fucking weird <laughs> that they're still just engaged. Uh, hey, um, sometimes you just gotta take it slow and you know, <laughs> fucking like what 50 it. it's been like what how many years think about it take your time you know just no pressure just relax get into the relationship nice and easy make sure there's no like they're you gonna know. be fucking 60 by the time they make it down this damn you know not everyone has to get married Tanya. no that is true too but <laughs> that's you don't want to like rush into things when you have you know single parents like there's kids to consider and there's, exactly. there's a lot of moving exactly. parts you know you can't you can't rush into these you things. guys though it's been like a really long time <laughs> You know, you know what? I did not know you were so traditional. Yeah. I'm learning I'm so, so much about you. Like, <laughs> can nobody back me up on this? Yeah. Like Luke and Lorelai really after like how many fucking years as long and as they're, they're still like... Honestly, as long as they're together, like I don't really care. I promise you that the explanation for that will be stupid as hell. Ex- yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Bailey, you know why like uh, uh, Rory has like never left the town and she always has to come back? No. Because it's actually purgatory and they're all bound in there forever. Oh, my God. That's the actual reveal of the show. No. Yeah. Wait, James? is that Sawyer in the background? <laughs> also, the Melissa <laughs> McCarthy thing. Lost like character. That's the only one I could pull. Like, the would she, won't she come back. Like, yes. Did I want to see Suki back? Yes, I did. And do I like Mel- Melissa McCarthy? Of course. But at the same time, it's kind of like it was made into such a huge thing when I was like, did anyone watch Gilmore Girls for Suki? Like, I liked Suki, but it wasn't, like, a huge thing to me whether or not she came back. Like, obviously, you wanted the entire cast back. That's ideal. But, like, the fact that they made it seem almost as if she was the main character just because she's arguably, like, the biggest actor coming out of it. Like, that, I don't know. I think the biggest thing of it was that, like, it was just so, oh, they called me and I didn't have enough time. Or, like, oh, we just never made it work. I have a but feeling I, that know, was, like, mostly for press, though. I feel like that was to I mean, they got press. us. I mean, when, yeah. Yeah. when it's true. No, and it worked. Yeah. And if she's got a movie out now. Like, it just all, it's just all bullshit. I don't really yeah, believe it. kind of annoyed <laughs> me. It went anything. on for way too long, too. Yeah. She's probably just, it's like probably like a five minute or like a three minute scene. Like, she's just, it's just a little walk on part now. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. James, what are your thoughts about the stuff we've found out now? Well, um,. Yeah, just like know. cool, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's I, it's like I like the photos are just like like uh, the first three are like clearly taken in a photo sh- studio. Yeah, kind of obviously, like they're just promotional shots, and then the other ones are pretty nondescript um, uh, stills, right? Yeah, like oh, there's Rory's mom, or not Rory's mom. Sorry, Lorelai's mom. Just like, Meh. dude, is it just me? Does she look like a fucking mannequin in that photograph? <laughs> like, she doesn't even look like a real person who's aged. She kind of does. Yeah, she looks like yeah, a wax yeah. figure. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even look like her. It's mm-hmm. really strange. Yeah, because you can. The thing about the pictures of Rory and Lorelai is like. You're like, oh shit, yep, 10 years have passed. Like, they're, they're beautiful women and they <laughs> oh, look great, yeah. but it's like, no, you, they've noticeably aged. Like, mm-hmm. they have. And then I look at the picture of the grandma and I'm like, why does this look like it was taken 10 years ago? Like, shouldn't you look noticeably older as well? It was like my first thought. I think she looks older. I just think it's the way she's fucking posed or something that's strange or the way it's been edited Maybe. the photo. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the reveal. Maybe that's what we'll find out is like she's decided to memorialize herself as a wax figure you want to know something i i want to know um i know it's still uh it's still massachusetts or something like that but are we gonna connecticut connecticut but are we gonna bring some some uh some uh diversity into this show now 
What are you talking what about, man? What do you man? mean? There's like, there's always, like, oh, there's like, like the, just all white people. Yeah, the question, the yeah, it's been said before. That everyone's white, everyone's straight. Like, everyone, yeah, there's yeah. Uh, Michelle or Rochelle or whatever. Oh, yeah, his name but is. he's like the, and the epitome of a stereotype. And there's Lane, but that's basically it. It's kind of, yeah, oh, he's yeah just Lane. Kinda the token. There's Lane and her family. Um, is her mom coming back? I think so. I think everyone is at this point. <laughs> I care more about her mom coming back than Suki coming back. I mean, she's pretty good character. <laughs> but you need Suki. Suki's yeah, like the yeah. like Lorelai's having problems. She's like, who do I talk to? Suki. Like, who sets me straight? Oh, Suki. She also has funny problems with her husband guy. Yeah. Like, if, she, if Suki's not burning something in that kitchen, like, there's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right all right okay. all right james so, uh, when is when is the show coming back again sorry the gilmore girls thing it hasn't been confirmed but i think in the article they were saying sometime towards the end of the year okay okay yeah. that's good yeah netflix is gonna have a big slate this by the end of this year next netflix is starting to look a lot like peach tree tv <laughs> <laughs> no nobody <laughs> It's all just like reruns of old shows. Yeah. No, I yeah, know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. I just, That's why I, I just, I, I didn't know what you were talking about. So speaking of other news, all right. uh, Pedro Pascal has actually joined the Kingsman sequel. That's uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. I'm not sure this is important to anyone else other than me as a Pedro Pascal. And James, Kings, you watched Kingsman. Kingsman fan? I did. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really oh, yeah. liked I it. I watched too. it several times. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I still haven't seen it, but it's on Netflix. And I, what is and wrong with you? Watch it. It's good. I have friends who are like, "It's real good." I'm like, "It's it's gonna blow your mind." Okay. Yeah, I it's loved that it. Good. They also they've been te- like uh, the first like photo was released, I think, of um, the sequel, and then I think there's some teases to to Colin Firth coming back somehow, even though he died. So yeah, okay. there's like a poster that says like the my death was like greatly exaggerated or something like that. And yeah, his glasses yeah. on it or something like that. Uh, yeah, I know the, huh. the Matthew Vaughn comes, uh, is coming back to direct it, and he's like Sweet. the greatest guy. Like he knows how to make a sexy movie, so mm-hmm. I do not doubt mm-hmm. him. But have you seen Layer Cake? No, his I think it was his first movie. Ooh, it, sh- it stars um um oh my god, who's James Bond? Like what's Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Yeah, it stars Daniel Craig. It's like a British crime thriller. Oh wait, I I do know what you're talking about. I yeah. didn't know the name of it, but I do know what you're talking about. It's it's really good. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn's really good. really really good. He 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 knows what he's doing. Anyways, Peter Pascal joining. No comment on uh, his character if he is a bad guy, good guy, whatever. And Peter Pascal coming from uh, uh, Narcos and Game of Thrones fame, where uh, he he did a lot of good stuff. We are moving into a movie that has uh, James buzzing about it, and he won't shut up about it. What? Uh, you Har- brought it up. <laughs> Hardcore Henry, James is like dying to see this. And it's been like a little bit of a slow reaction for some of us. How we saw the trailer and kind of put our heads together and said, wait, what is this shit again? And if, for any people who don't know, Hardcore Henry is this movie that was it's like a, kind of an experiment. It's all shot in first person, right? And it puts, it's like a thing where like it looks like a video game, but it's also a movie and... It's it's very action heavy. It's very like you know you're shooting around and whatnot, but it, it'll be interesting to see if people actually get like sick during watching watching. Yeah, this movie. that's a worry for sure. And uh, and if it's actually good, because a lot of comments and reviews are just like, yeah, bro. But like, is it actually a good movie or whatnot? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. As excited as I am for this movie, I'm not going to it for the plot. <laughs> I'm not going to it for the acting, except to see like Charlotte Copley's like crazy guy that seems to be from a different era every time you see him yeah like he's a weird hippie he's a world war two sol- or world war one soldier british soldier he's you know like mm-hmm. he's just keeps popping up in different ways and he's probably a figment of the guy's imagination but there's something but anyway i'm 
I, I don't know. It, lo- it looks interesting. It's an interesting way to make a movie or to, to present a story. Like, uh, what's in the in the trailer? There's the there's some quote from the Nerdist that says it's like the Kingsman and uh, the Raid had a really effed up baby. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that sounds sweet. Like Kingsman is awesome. The Raid is ridiculously awesome. The Raid is so it's good. So good. But like, so picture you're trying to watch The Raid, but they just mounted the camera to the dude's chest and you're running around just watching. Like, you are the guy. How, yeah, like how insane would that be, right? Well, we're going to find out like, if, okay, that we'll actually, <laughs> if that actually works. Uh, Bailey, Tanya, you guys saw the trailer. And would you consider yourself like big action fans or just generally not that interested? Um, <laughs> it depends. Not... I wouldn't say not not typically. I'm not a huge action fan because like plot seems to fall by the wayside mm-hmm. in a lot of them. Um, but yeah. So what, what's your take on it? How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm not. I don't know. I don't think I'll go see it. <laughs> um, I don't know. What about you, Bailey? I saw the um, a, l- a bit of a longer trailer for this one, like when I was seeing a different movie. And my first reaction, I'm pretty sure I turned to Brian and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, so I can definitely appreciate like the the fact that they're experimenting with shooting something in the first person and that they're making a whole movie like that when there's like so many video games that are played like that and that has such like a wide audience of people that really like looking at that kind of visual. Mm-hmm. So like I can appreciate it from that standpoint of like they're taking a chance and doing something different. However, I can't, like, I can't, I can't watch a whole movie in first person, I don't think. I don't even like watching someone next to me like play call of duty for a long period of time i'm like i can't look at it like this i don't know what it is i just like it's not i can't focus on it it's not like visually appealing yeah so i don't know if it's something it's definitely not something i would see in the theater that's for sure it might be something if i was like oh it's on netflix like should we watch it like should we see how curiosity yeah yeah i feel like this is the kind of spectacle that you need to see on the big screen like you know what you know actually where I think this would like be more interesting to me where uh, to see it live, VR. VR. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be down to yeah. like see this as like a first big VR because there are already some VR movies that have there's already like a VR movie festival, but kind of that you know full combo experience of video game and movie and explosions and whatnot because. VR can be a little scary sometimes. And if you're, you you know, you're on rails and you're just going to be awesome and shooting people or like whatever the hell it is, then yeah, that, that'd be more interesting to me. But in the theater, I'd be pretty weirded out by it. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people come out of that movie with a little motion sickness, but, uh, and I don't really want to spend money on it. (laughs) It's like, yeah, especially like, I feel like if I'm going to get sick watching it, I would rather be in the comfort of my own. Also, what did you say? How many of the women in this movie are prostitutes? Oh yeah, there was some no. some story on online where uh, the pr- the director had to explain why. <laughs> I think there's forty, let's say forty five or whatever, um, forty five female characters in the movie, and thirty one of them are prostitutes. Oof. Right. So he had to he had a little explaining to do. I just Oof. I don't feel as though this movie is made uh, with me in mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. this movie's targeted towards me and mm-hmm. I'm not um, looking towards it. It's either. definitely trying to yeah. do the like 
cool, bro. Like, stop playing Call of Duty for a couple hours. Like, there's and a come stereotype by. of man in my mind who's like yeah. unreasonably excited to see yeah, this. Like, yeah, not yeah. James excited, but like thinks this is the best <laughs> well, thing that ever happened. Like, I have him in my head, and he's kind of a douche. That kind of dude that's <laughs> plays Fair. like Grand I mean, Theft Auto and beats up all the prostitutes. There, well, okay, wow. I was about well. to to be like, that's me, and then you said that part. And I'm like, not so much, but <laughs> yeah. but like, like I am, I am into the action of it. Like, I'm like, this is gonna be this could potentially be like a hell of a thrill ride and a cool, like really cool action sequences and stuff. But there's also like just a tech, like a technical part of me. That's just like, how does that play out when it's like first person? I've never seen that before. So how does that work? Like, cause if you're, if you're doing, uh, you know, the normal, you know, ubiquitous third person narration, you can cut for, you know, um, what's the technical word term for it when you like, Instead of showing someone like opening a door, walking through the door, and closing a door, you just show like hand reaching for, you know. I know what you mean. You, I just you know don't know what, what it's called. Cut, like like smart editing, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, like guiding like, the view. How do you do that with first person, right? Because it's from that guy's perspective. What is he just blink and he wakes up in another room? I bet like, that. I bet you that'll happen. But like, like other than like he gets knocked out, wakes up, things like that. Like I'm like, like how do you break up that movie, or, or is it just like one long like he's awake and he's doing his thing, and it's like it's this movie takes place in an hour and a half of his life. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, like, no. how, do they, how do they do this? Like, how I, do they edit it? How do they shoot it? Like, that's, that's interesting to me. How do you tell a story from first person? I definitely agree with you. And from that technical point of view, like, how, how is this, like, how does this actually work? Not enough for me to go to the theater to see it. Yeah. And action-wise, like, we just mentioned a couple of examples that are pretty great when I want to see, like, a really good action movie, like The Raid or John Wick or something like that. But, you know... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Let, let us know when you actually go see it, James. Oh, I will. Please. I'm unemployed now, so got all the time <laughs> we all are, except for Tanya. Um, yeah, well, soon enough. Soon enough. You'll join. <laughs> the, you'll enough. join the band. I mean, no rush, Tanya. <laughs> we'll rename the podcast to uh, Fiction Unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to some Game of Thrones talk. HBO actually revealed the title and description for the season six premiere. The episode is called uh, Red Woman. And the description is, uh, Jon Snow is dead. Daenerys meets a strong man. Cersei sees her daughter again. So very intriguing set of sentences. And uh, uh, I like it because every sentence you're, li- you're like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, this, the, Daenerys meets a strong man. That, that's pretty obvious. Like she's going to meet the, le- the new leader of the Dothraki. Dothraki, yeah. Jon Snow is dead. That's HBO being like, shut up, nerds. He's dead. All right. I don't know. But why I would you do that? <laughs> because and then, okay, the last sentence, Cersei sees her daughter again, is again one of those sentences where it makes it look like it's one thing. And like, yes, I'm sure she'll see her again, but she'll see her dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, whereas like the she was sentence, dying on the boat. When yeah. We left whereas her, the so. sentence makes it look like. By the way, sorry, spoilers, yeah. guys. Sorry, for Brian. Oh, Brian, yeah, you, no, you I've put seen this it. on the show. No- oh, okay. I Not thought, for me. It's for the listeners. I thought you weren't caught up yet. No, no, I thought that's listeners. why you're saying spoilers. <laughs> I'm like, then <laughs> why you did guys. you bring this up, listeners? I'm sorry for uh, Tanya's comment just now. Uh, please ignore that. Uh, <laughs> if you want, if you want us to like remove her from the episode, just email us. <laughs> you can like cut that part out. Uh, yeah, no, I won't. So anyway, uh, season five <laughs> also had no. <laughs> so so with uh, with the premiere of season six, actually one of the interesting things is that uh, re- TV reviewers are not getting screeners anymore, like. You know, they you don't need to to promote it. Like people are gonna watch. Was it because of anyway. the, no, but, but it always leaks too. That's that's yeah. why that's a well. big problem. But the thing is, like you know, you see the episode and the Hollywood Reporter already has like our thoughts and reviews and all that stuff because they already seen it like right. the Friday before. Mm. That won't be happening now. 
Uh, they also, uh, HBO also revealed the description for the new season. And I'm going to use that as a quick plug. Listeners, get ready because uh, in a couple of weeks we are uh, traveling to Westeros for a quick uh, <laughs> half an hour discussion on season six. How excited we are for it and what are the key players we're looking for. All the theories, all the discussion. You can expect that from uh, the maester himself, James Smith, the the woman in red, Tanya Camiso. <laughs> And a good friend of news friends, Luis Mina, who I cannot like find a quick nickname for him. So yeah, look, you can look forward to that in a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to be ready for when Game of Thrones comes back. And we'll be sure to keep on the conversation alive after the, the show airs. And we'll keep an eye on uh, what's happening in the, in, the, in the land of Westeros and uh, wherever the hell Daenerys is. Uh, so moving, <laughs> moving on to another HBO show. Uh, Togetherness is actually a pretty good, neat little show that Bailey and I have been watching for quite some time now. We caught up before season two started for the new, for the spring season kind of deal on HBO, and uh, we actually found out that it's it's getting canceled, like it's ending uh, this Sunday. I guess this is the last episode, and it was kind of abrupt, kind of a really weird, like super abrupt. HBO has a really good track record of letting shows, you know, maybe they're not like the highest rated shows or the highest watch shows but they can still have like a pretty neat decent ending or like a, you know an ending on their own terms and yeah this seems pretty weird like the creators of it are wa- are working with hbo still on on other stuff and also actually with netflix right now they're running uh the show animals on hbo and the thing is that this show has like absolutely taken me by like storm of in, in like an incredible way that i couldn't expect the show to to take me to some places where it's really emotional, but it like makes me smile and makes me cry sometimes. And it's really weird how like that it can balance that in a really smart, funny, human way where I usually don't enjoy those kind of shows. That is like we're real people too. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. But anyways, Bailey, you've been watching the show with me, and you like it a lot. I love it. It has Amanda Peet on it. It has a uh, um, Melanie Lan- Linsky who used to be the. Did anyone watch Two and a Half Men? For a minute, yeah. Well, she was like the Charlie's friend who... She's been in a lot of stuff, though. I wouldn't really credit her just to Two and a Half Men. Like, well, I've seen her in very many movies. I don't remember anything other than that. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you remember her in? Um, She was definitely in Coyote Ugly. Oh, yeah. Um, She was like the best friend in that. She's always she's always in like supporting roles of, of a lot of different movies. Like, I'm having a hard time thinking of more now. Are you Googling it? Uh, all right. So here's her uh, list. Oh, she was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, right? Yes, thank you. The, she was the, the aunt. aunt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, if you go to the, her IMDb, Up in the Air, Heavenly Creatures, yeah. Two and a Half Men, um, Animals. She, wait, she's in Animals too? Got that. So everyone from that show is just moving to the animal show of HBO. But yeah, anyway, so this show is, is wrapping up. And I, I think it's kind of strange how, we, how we've kind of dealt with uh, this Sunday being the last episode and being an ending. And I think that speaks a little bit about like viewers unacceptance sometimes that the ending is here for, for shows that we like. And it would be different. It would just cancel like an NBC comedy that happens every year. And it's just like, oh, there's no ending really to but it. But the thing about it is, is that fe- because it was so sudden, like to give a little bit of background, like where we're at in the show right now is you've got a married couple who during the first season of the show, their marriage was really struggling. They were bu- they were having a hard time and one cheats on the other. And the season kind of ends with, like, her telling him, like, I cheated on you. Just when things are, like, getting good again with them. Mm. So you go into season two and you're like, fuck. And 
they're kind of they've been living most of the season in like this limbo of like are they going to get a divorce or like are they going to work it out and then we find out that like it's going to get canceled and it just feels a little bit like the ending is just going to you know I feel like it's an issue that needs to that needs more time to be worked out and that's just the main characters there's like other shit going on as well around it that I also feel like needs more time to be worked out but which couples this Amanda Pete and the other one or yeah or okay. the, no the main no. one Amanda Pete is uh is like the sister of the main the main character the 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 woman in it and uh, she just has like a she's just like the reckless mess uh woman in her plus 30s who wants a kid and whatnot and it's she's really great in it um but yeah i i definitely feel like this show could have like a third season and i don't know ifc or netflix or some other channel but because hbo's competitiveness is just that intense that i feel like if the show wants to finish and again the 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 their showrunners and creators have all said that it's all good we're good like there's no like bad blood or anything like that you know we're we're ending the show where we want it so we'll we'll see we'll see how that turns out but speaking of ending of shows we're gonna jump into our main topic this week and we're gonna talk about some shows that we were really into it and then they ended and it just didn't didn't work out that well either they ended prematurely and they got canceled or the finale just ended up being actual shit yeah mm. so bailey since you came up with this topic let's throw it directly to you okay i got a few examples of this but i thought of one um just like on the fly here that i think is like the best example for me personally which was a show that i think got way prematurely canceled if you guys have watched freaks and geeks uh it was like one of my favorite shows i've ever seen um and i'm also like in the middle of judd apatow's book um where because he was the director and he and like creator of the show and he talked a lot about like what it was like for them because they only got one season. Oh wow! And it was such a good show for anyone that hasn't seen it. It's like young, like super young Jason Segel, James Franco, Seth Rogen, like um, Linda Cardellini, Linda Car- yeah. Busy Phillips. Um, um, oh, what is that kid's name? The one with the face. Sam Levine. And, yeah. Uh, like it. Um, What's the, guy, the meme that goes the around? The guy who played guy Sweets the- on Bones. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's like every single one of them has had a. It like, was a such an all star cast, Martin and it was it was a depiction of high school kids in like the realest way, the like I've ever seen in a lot of in a lot of aspects, and it was funny, and it was smart, and it was so good, and it was just like too good for its time, <laughs> and it was like given a shitty time slot, and people didn't watch it, and. It got canceled and it's just like it's it's a bummer and it's nice to be able to have it now you know like on netflix i can like go back and i can watch it but i think that there was a lot more of a story to be told and they kind of had to wrap it up with like her going to follow the grateful dead which was like a cool ending yeah. still like i wasn't unhappy with that ending because i think it kind of showed like she had the option to like do the thing that like her parents would have wanted and that she would have normally done or she had the option to like explore and she chose to explore so i think I think that was a show that got canceled early, still ended okay, but like ugh, it was so fucking good and has such a cult following that like that's one of the ones that bums me out forever. What about you, Tanya? I'm still thinking, so we have to come around. All right, pass, James. <laughs> me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've just jotted down like six. Uh, one, one of <laughs> Start which with was one. Freaks and Geeks. Okay, so, yeah. cool. Um, his follow-up, Undeclared, got bounced after. I never saw that. It's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But again, it kind of it doesn't end it doesn't end badly. It's not like the last episode's terrible. It's just more like it's 
you know. But it's it was a more sitcommy, so it's not the it's not bad. Like it didn't end in a weird place or anything. Um, Firefly. <laughs> oh, I've heard so <laughs> many people complain about that. It's it was so good. And but yeah, it, that was another show then, that had. Yeah, and then I, actually, Serenity made me feel a lot better. Like the movie where they kind of picked up the storyline like a year, couple years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Do you um, have like a show that like the finale like just like pissed you off? Like it was over and you were like, what the fuck? Did that ever happen to you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it has. I mean, okay. I've, one that comes to mind, like you're just talking like a, like a, just a bad finale. Yeah, sure. Like it. Um, uh, well, I didn't like the season finale of Jessica Jones. What? Really? Yeah. Okay, oh. this is interesting. Talk about it. Well, okay. I feel like and it's it's part of like just the the season as a whole. Like I just have issues with um the development of it where like or like for me early on, like in the first couple episodes, you like it's like how do you defeat a guy that can just like control like you you have she has to kill him. That's obvious from yeah. day 1 uh or episode 1, I guess. And then you know, so then the tension is more just like, well, is there another option? And then it's like, yes, there is. Maybe not. Yes, there is. Maybe not. Well, we captured him. Well, he got out. And then it's like, it's like, so it just becomes more and more clear. Like, yeah, we're gonna have to kill him. So I, th- I felt like the end there would be a bit more of a confrontation, a bit more of a will she, won't she, a bit more of a can she, can't she, you know? And instead, like, there wasn't a big fight. There wasn't a big like conclusion it was just like just snaps you know and it's done it's like mm. like that and that's and that's the end of it and i was like well that was we sat through 13 hours to get to this and it's just over like you just like literally the snap you know like and it's done and that bothered me i'm like there was no catharsis no like like we already know like she like like it's not like oh this is the first time she's able to shirk his control and do something without even though, like, he doesn't want her to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, it's like her counteracting his superpower. She, she's already done that. So, again, that's not something new in the conclusion. So, it just, I don't know. It just felt a little weak. Yeah. I can a lot weak for I me. can understand that. I can also see it from the point of view where it's, like, maybe it's not going to be this big, like, blowout. Or she's not going to, like, kill him in a really dramatic way. Because she's been through, like, so much at that point. She's probably just, like, so fucking exhausted and she just and now and she and she knows how to do it and she's just gonna like just do it like it's not dramatic anymore it's not like exciting anymore to do it it's just like i don't think it needed to be after all those like missed opportunities it was just kind of like okay finally this is happening done like i don't know i i just feel like if that's you're wrapping up like it's not like you're defeating him for this season and he's gonna come back it's like you're this is a a contained loop right you're closing this loop and then season two will be another bad guy or another set of challenges, then there needs to be something more to the end of that loop. Like you can't just be like, ah, I'm tired. I, I can't, I just can't deal with any, you anymore. Snap your next broke. It's like, you need, you need to, there needs to be some little like cliched speech or like just something at no, the end. I don't no, like cliched like, speeches. Well, I don't like cliches either, but I just mean like there needs to be that moment and there was no moment. It just, was over. Here's Brian, the thing. I'd like to know how you feel about Here's this. Here's the thing I feel about you, oh, James. Brian, Brian, uh, <laughs> l- listeners need to know, Brian has taken the mic out of the stand. He's holding it up like a like a rock star. He's, he's leaning way back <laughs> in his chair. Like he took he's he just got serious for the first time ever. This is incredible. Um I love Jessica Jones so much. 
But I, I agree with you. And I've had this problem not with Jessica Jones. With Netflix shows for the past couple of years now where they don't finish. <laughs> like they don't wrap the season. A season, like a season is a story. It's a chapter in the book. It's whatever you want. Like, yes, you can do like teases and stuff that will be for the next one. And, you know, like stuff to entice me to come back. But with Netflix show, they're so comfortable in that state where like they don't have to be that like, oh, who knows if we'll be back next year. You, you'll be back because you're a high production. You're on Netflix. And unless you're a tiny thing, there's no that's when you're not certain. But when you're Jessica Jones, it's pretty certain that you're going to try to try to go for a season two. So they, I Do you feel like, like they get lazy in that way. Yes, because I've had that with House of Cards and Orange Is the New Black, and I can't remember if there's another one where the ending is just, see you next year, guys. Yeah. Like I understand that you wanted that moment of like either someone like you know telling her like what the hell did you do or like her being like it's done, it's over, like I'm out of here or something like that. But I feel like that's the seed for season two. Like I really feel like the season two will be the discussion of like. The big heroes are, we're having a conversation about if the big heroes should be registered. And now we're going to have a conversation about if you small scale like heroes should be in jail. So it opens up the possibilities for a legal kind of deal and whatnot. And I really feel like that will be the take on season two. I might be wrong, probably. But with Daredevil, if you look at Daredevil, end it, he won, right? And he's like all smiley and his last shot is him and like Foggy and Karen and all that stuff. But that plans the seed for season two to be like, oh, you think you won? You just opened the floodgates for everyone to come in and think that it's their city now. So right, it does yeah. that. And I did not enjoy the ending of Daredevil season one, but I loved their season well, two. Well, now you're just setting the expectations real low for me. Well, but I still, <laughs> he, still, he still kicks ass as hell. He's, he's still awesome. But you know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about the Netflix shows recently. And I, feel, I agree with you in that way. I still love the ending of Jessica Jones, and I, I'm still super pumped for season two. But I totally see what you mean. So yeah. is that your answer too, Brian, then? Like Netflix shows in general are your shitty endings? <laughs> Recently, <laughs> yes. Because like I was actually gonna gonna spin it with uh the Breaking Bad ending where I What? I love the ending. Okay, thank you. You were about to just make <laughs> me like really upset. But I had a lot of friends who were not into it at all and a lot of friends who were just uh, endings are so hard, so it's fine. I'm like, no, it was I a, would like to like not It was a good ending. I felt okay friends. with it. But you know, <laughs> Whatever, but no, actually, I, I, I thought that was a great ending. I can't really come up with a with a proper ending. Uh, that a proper show that I really was into and I did not like the endings. But oh, actually, you know what? Rugrats. Really, Rug- Rugrats. Rugrats had a really bad ending. <laughs> the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. Okay. Because it leads directly into like all grown ups, and all grown ups sucked. It was awful. Like it's just like. <laughs> They're the same, but they're adults. Like, not really. They're just teenagers. Like, it was so stupid. But Rugrats as a, as a whole, like, the ending was just so annoying. Because they just have, what like, this stupid answer. thing. They get into the, the, heard was they get into the closet, and then they're all adults. And it's, like, the tease for, like, all grown ups <laughs> coming soon. See you in, four, in a year. And then that was annoying as hell. I just learned something really valuable about you, which <laughs> is that you still remember watching Rugrats so vividly that you're still pissed about this. <laughs> Rugrats is my shit, man. Like, I don't even really remember it. Or yeah. All Grown Up. Like, I know that they existed, and I remember that I watched them, and that's about as far as it goes. Rugrats was dope as hell. Tanya? How do I follow yeah. Rugrats? I mean, like, oh, I definitely you just have... set me up to I fail. Mean, more or less the same thing, right? <laughs> like, oh. I definitely... I mean, you didn't like the last season of Gilmore Girls either. 
no including the finale i did not but again is that the real ending because we have a new thing now aside okay it's a it's not the same it stands on its own here's the thing since we're talking about this whole revival thing (laughs) lay it down that makes me very very like as as excited as i am for the gilmore girls revival i'm also like very hesitant because i was a huge fan of this british tv show called skins i've seen that one too right and it was like so basically the way skins works for people who haven't watched skins um so there's a different an entirely different cast every two years so there's like three separate generations um and each one like wrapped it wrapped itself up in like what i thought was a really good way and then the show was canceled after like six seasons so three different generations um like and then grassy <laughs> yeah, but not <laughs> just super not like grassy um so yeah so and then it was canceled and then but it had a huge following so they ended up doing a season seven revival where they took um people from the past uh generations and focused like an episode mini movie type thing on them oh that's kind of exactly what gilmore girls is doing exactly doing four 90 minute movies and it was fucking horrible oh no and it ruins like one of my favorite characters on skins is um james cook who's played by the amazing jack o'connell and they just fucked it up like every every none of them were good like they focused on three separate characters and none of them were good i was like they should have just left it where it was however i would like to point out though that like the reason um season seven of gilmore girls sucked so royally is because it wasn't done by amy sherman palladino whereas the revival is so i feel like it's going to redeem itself but with skins it was done by the same people and they still fucked it up because it had you had given these characters an ending and a pretty good one and then like and even with like cook's character like yes it was a very ambiguous ending but that was part of the reason why i made it so fucking badass and then you they just followed up on something that didn't need to be followed up on whereas i mean gilmore girls yes i i have more of a want to see their original version so it's different in that way but it also makes me nervous because i know that it has the potential possibly to be shitty but did you like the last episode of Gilmore Girls? No, I didn't. No, it was shit, right? I watched it like not that long ago. And you know, like the part where they all like have a party for Rory because like she's leaving and they do like a pan shot of like the crowd and they're all just like cheering and laughing oh, God. in such a ridiculous way. Yeah. Like as if they're like at a, like at a rally like watching Trump or something like those people like that's what it looked looked like and it was like so cheesy and horrible and it was like we sewed together all these tarps and I'm just like what the fuck like I don't know oh my god Uh, yeah I just did not enjoy that and then it it also like in 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 this whole like um this uh recent resurgence of like people making sequels like years after the fact with in with movies and stuff that also worries me about gilmore girls because it's been so many years that i i'm like are they gonna lose the plot i mean but it's talk is fast (laughs) older now (laughs) they they are gonna lose the grandpa or they already lost him because he's dead but, um, wow, that's like very way to bring this sensitive. down. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it right down. Uh, speaking of dead, uh, James, you also think of uh, shows that uh, were canceled too soon, so they weren't allowed to have a proper resolution. And I can't even imagine being a showrunner in that position where, like, yeah, this is gonna be your last season. And like, oh, I was thinking maybe two more. 
but uh can you do you have any examples of those kind of shows yeah uh i got two i'm gonna go with one funny one serious so nice there was uh does anybody remember the show greg the bunny yeah no no okay so for those of you who don't know it was a sitcom like a half hour sitcom starring like uh eugene levy seth green sarah silverman bob gunton um and like a, a whack of puppets, and it takes place in a world where puppets and humans coexist. You really like puppet shit, huh? L- listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. Stevens. Uh, wait, what's his and name? The the guy from the, the Muppets movie. Uh, the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Bailey, you love him. Jason Segel. Jason Segel. You and Jason Segel should chat because he loves Muppets too. <sighs> he's he's not wrong. Puppets are great. Anyway, <laughs> so the show it takes place on the on the uh, on the set or around the set of the of. Um, a, t- a children's TV show called Shining Time Station, and it's it's ridiculous. So it's like everybody's like super happy and stuff, and then they're like cut, and everybody's like, "God damn it, give me my beer!" Like it's just it's it's that sounds horrible the way like just not funny the way I described it, but it's really really well written. I, I see the it's I really see the contrast. Funny. I can see the contrast. There's like yeah. a whole episode about like um, basically racism against puppets. Okay. Like the racist term for puppets is to call them a sock. Like nice. there's all. Anyway, oh, yeah, that's funny. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's it's really good. And it was canceled. It was canceled after like half a season or whatever. And it, but it was so good. Do you feel like they wrapped it up in a acceptable way? Um, kind. Of, well, no. Like I don't know if they really wrapped it up at all. They just kind of like finished shooting. Mm-hmm. So, um. But again, because it was a half-hour sitcom, so it's not like it left you on a really dramatic cliffhanger. Do you remember when Seinfeld like chose to end, but their finale was still a piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a reset. Like, yeah, yeah. That was. Ugh, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> still was, too too yeah, soon. <laughs> the other one though. Um, does anybody? Did you guys see a show years ago called The Black Donnellys? Like uh, the name sounds familiar, yeah. but I can't say I ever watched it. So it starred. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? The one who played Captain Janeway on Star Trek Voyager. No, you've um, lost me. Do you know her? <laughs> no. Sorry, man. She was in. Um, oh, sorry. Duh. She's she's red <laughs> on Orange Is the New Black. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, really? so start her. And she's on Star Trek. What the fuck? Yeah, she was a captain on Star on a Star Trek. Oh my god. Nice. She's a boss years. bitch. Oh yeah, and and she was on like a really popular show in the eighties, like a cop show. I just can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Wow. I can only imagine her as Red. <laughs> no, she's a very talented woman. All right. Very talented actress. Um, but so basically it's about, she's the mother, but it's about the four brothers and these four uh, Irish brothers, or Irish-American brothers in New York and how they're, you know, they go from being like, you know, just guys like kind of near duels. The one, the eldest brother or second, no, he's like the second oldest. So not rightfully the leader of the family, but like he's, um, in art school like he's the good son and he gets drawn in by like the shit that the other guys do and they wind up like the idea is the show is supposed to chronicle like their rise to power as they like take over the new york underworld but it's like it's still like they're very like grassroots like low level by the end of this the season and like again canceled after half a season Man, and it ends sure. on a mad cliffhanger and it's it's so good. Like Olivia Wilde is in that show. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Like there's like there's a bunch of really good people. Uh, Rick, um, or or is it Nick <laughs> Alvido or something? Okay. Did you guys watch Fringe? No. Yeah. He was Olivia's partner who then died. 
that uh, the, that had like the slugs in him or something, and then like, oh. he's still alive in the parallel universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. That, that, that dude. Was weird. sounds complicated. Yeah, he was also in um, Band of Brothers. He was in like if you saw this dude's face, like you've seen him through things. He was in Oz. Yeah, I'm sure. His big breakout, I think, probably was Oz. Anyway, the point is Black Donnelly's <laughs> is really good, and like I, I like I own, I bought it on DVD, even though I knew like it would annoy the shit out of me to watch it and just get to the end and be angry <laughs> all over again. But I still like pop it in every now and again and watch, just you know, marathon it, and it's so so good. It was uh, it was made by um, um, oh Brian, help me out. Who's the guy who did Crash? Oh, like God. the new movie, not the not the Cronenberg, the other one, the two thousand one one, that won yeah. the Oscar, and it's a Paul Haggis, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like and he did uh, Do South and stuff. So it's it's a Paul Haggis joint. Cool. Um, I'll um, lend it to you guys, and then we'll talk about it like in th- in like a in, month. In a month from now, <laughs> James, you're also um, you're like on my train of like you watched all all the same kind of shows, including the shitty ones that I did, including I believe you're familiar with uh, the OC. Oh yeah. Um, was that canceled? Yeah, that was canceled. Because um, okay. at the like end of season three, they killed off uh, Marissa because Mar- Misha Barton wanted off the show. Hmm. What? And oh, oh I remember why are that you scene? so like? Oh, I'm sorry. I've been going through it with Brian. Yeah, no. I did not. Misha care. Barton is the Kristen Stewart like of television. I do there. not care, <laughs> like whatsoever. Oh, it's all right. Um, she's on Dancing with the Stars now. I know, which is like fuck. I want to watch that because she's been she's never done anything good ever. Um, and so now I want to watch her dance, oh, but, um, no. So the last season of the OC, like for those of us at the time who were like OC lovers, like I was like, fucking, I think when that show ended, I was like 13 or 14 years old. So like, I loved the show at the time. I look back on it now and realize that I'll, there's a lot of shit wrong with that show. Yeah, <laughs> a lot like a lot. Yeah. yeah. But at the time that last season was like, like the, in- pretty much the entire thing like really pissed me off. Like I didn't like the Ryan taylor love no. combo hated it because it was he, awkward, was, he was really annoyed by her for like the whole show and then as soon as marissa's dead he's like well she's yeah. not annoying oh, yeah. anymore let's bang like it just seemed really unnatural to me who was taylor taylor townsend you haven't met her yet oh. she's in uh season oh you're two. watching it yeah we're in season one every right now, now and then why are you making him watch this <laughs> every now and then i'm eating and then she's like want to watch the oc and i'm like uh, okay I i'm guess. going through it <laughs> But yeah. I, it's fine. Season four, is, season four was weird because it was like an abbreviated. It was only like kind of a half season. Yeah, because it got canceled yeah. halfway through. But wasn't it like it was kind of it was on the bubble, like kind of canceled after three. And then like the fans rallied. So they brought it back. But then it like the fans didn't actually watch it. So they're like, <laughs> they're all like, right, never canceled. Mind. Yeah. And then so like, like a, community. Sort of. Yeah. And then like. Yeah. And, th- and then. Uh, sorry, Brian. Put your earmuffs on. Uh, he doesn't care. It's yeah. okay. But like season four, like they do that thing where they're like kind of fast forwarding yeah like through time that. like oh and then there's, so, there's this wedding and then there's this and then like and like sandy and kirsten have another baby yeah it's horrible it's really weird i mean he's a great dad so he should have kids <laughs> sandy the, is brian's favorite part of the great. oc <laughs> it's the brows right yeah, yeah. The brows. Yeah. Those brows. he by the way isn't together in this and he's yeah, really, he is. he's really good. Yeah. Oh, who's in the, he play? He's in the latest episode of like New Girl too. Ah, nice. He plays um like a love interest of the um not like the main couple but the other woman, Amanda, the wife's Amanda Pete. Amanda Pete's love interest. Oh, for interesting. A while. It's yeah. really good and like he and like a big time movie director kind of deal is like his producer or something like that. Some no, some know. kind of some some big, big movie guy because the show is in L.A. and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, unless anybody wants to add anything, I think that pretty much wraps it up. 
<laughs> and remember, uh, listeners, you can email us, mail at newsfriends.net. You can check out the News Friends Patreon. You can throw a couple bucks there for Michael's ties and socks. And Tanya he needs the socks. Mm. Like he really needs. He socks. really needs some socks, yeah. guys. <laughs> he really needs. Summer's on its way, and he's gonna have sweaty feet that he's gonna be popping out. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, they're 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 less tube socks and more just like really small tube tops now. Like they're just <laughs> open at both ends. It's horrible. <laughs> oh man, James, the sock watcher over here. Uh, Tanya, you still got some um, some work to do at the at the Burnaby now, but. You had that special project that y- that you teased, and uh, and what other things can people look for you uh, work f- work from you? Oh yeah, so just I guess keep an eye on the Burnaby now and the new us record. Uh, record. I don't know why I say I don't it know fucking why you weird. Do I don't That's know so why. <laughs> I have no they idea. Record. Like I swear to God, someone in the office does it when they're on the phone. Record and like new west record. Record the new west <laughs> record. Welcome um, to the new west record. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm gonna answer the phone in that accent now. There's especially when it's someone I don't want to talk to. Just confuse the shit out of them. There was a guy in the newsroom at NW who, like, when he, if he would see a number and he knew that it was like one of our staff calling, mm-hmm. he would answer it. Matt Lee's house of pain. Matt speaking. <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, okay. Nice. Uh, okay. So <laughs> where were we? Uh, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Tanya, where can people find you on Twitter? I'm at uh, tr camiso. Uh, and anything to plug? Uh, I don't know. Just keep an eye. I'm still writing because I'm still there. So yeah. Awesome. Bailey, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at bcj nicholson. You tweeting about anything cool? Twenty four seven. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't really tweet that much. <laughs> I'm more of a lurker. <laughs> yeah. All right. And James. Oh, uh, James W. E. Smith at. Or uh, wait, I was, was going to say that like it's an email. Then <laughs> <laughs> oh, hotmail dot com. If you want to just send James emails Smith, straight to James, comma, at symbol. There, I did it like it's a name. On a report oh card. man, this ending's going great. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at MCG Brian, and you can uh, keep up with some I don't know some retweets I do. Uh, politics season's heating up, so you can look up for some great think pieces that I won't write, but I will retweet because that's how I roll. Uh, but again, thanks, thanks guys for checking us out. We can you can find us on iTunes too. We got some great art there from a fellow news friends colleague Anna Dimoff. And for now, we out. The feeling that you give me, wanna give it right back. I know you always win at this particular game. I need to know the rules if you want me to play. Cause I can't relax oh, When I get around you I can't hide the fact I let you take advantage Cause it felt so good I blame myself for thinking We both understood You treat me like your boyfriend And trust me
trying to know he's not the boss of me. It hurts. It hurts <laughs> me more than it hurts me. <laughs> of course, of course, it's my chair. I, like I don't feel anything. <laughs> Maybe a slight massage. By the way, special <laughs> projects and media and society two marks are in. Oh, fuck. really? Yeah. Like, what'd you get? Fucking killed it, of course. Damn, son. Obviously. Like, why would you? Well, even I think ask? like your mark on your special project like is your mark for yeah. the class, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I got a pretty good mark then. I'm, I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't drink on the mic. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not opposed on principle, but just the fact that you slurped like that, I'm like, I won't do it know. while we are on. But you know, we're on right now. Well, James, don't break the magic. Also, there's a bug in here. I don't know why I just looked as if it would be in here as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's a bug in your room, and it's so dark I can't see it. It's like down there. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, there. Your finger was like right on it. 